Yeah, is that what Anderson Pooper told you? Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Probably a lot of edibles stoned on pot. You get the giggles and you sound like a moron. That laugh is a stoner's laugh. It's so overtly sexual. And I'll fight you. <laughs> Hello. 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 And how we doing? Tonight? How are we doing tonight, bowlers? I love it. I love the people. It is a special edition. Bowls with Buds. Bonus bowl. We told you we was going to do it, and here we are. It's Friday night. You're feeling all right because you're in the bowl with us. This is episode number 148 of Bowl After Bowl, the Bowls with Buds edition. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf, Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us tonight, it's in a millennial. That's right. There he I is. Was, I was waiting for the applause, but oh, uh, yeah. I, I forgot. <laughs> I'm uh, really happy to be here. I think uh, choice choice uh, two or three. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. You were the choice the, choice. We had you on our list to uh, reach out, and then we had a little schedule uh, Zaboomafu. No, I was just and, kidding. Uh, I, was do- I was doing a third prettiest girl at the prom oh. thing for you. Well, you're the prettiest girl at this prom. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do feel very pretty. How are you guys doing? I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic. Great. I don't know. I can't speak for you. I'm doing great. Look at that. Yeah. Doing pretty damn good. Yeah, that's the thing. I love the... Uh, I want to thank you for uh, agreeing to come on because... Um, last minute. We had a last too. minute. Well, it's kind of last minute and still some days notice, I guess. But as the, as the Tuesday night show was starting, uh, I read that... Uh, we have a schedule change. And so I was like, well, I can't announce that. I'm going to announce something. Maybe I'll announce nothing. Maybe, I, maybe I'll announce that I'm thinking about it. And then I was like, no, maybe I'll just, because I saw you in the chat and I saw you were on our list. And I was like, man, I'll just take a chance right here. And uh, uh, chance paid off, man. I, pr- I appreciate it, man. I've been, uh, I've been meaning to, or I've been wanting to uh, get out and, and actually meet some uh, fellow uh, podcasters and, and actually talk to my producers um, my my producers, <laughs> that's so fucking pretentious. Like the like the creator thing you guys were laughing about, yeah, uh, last week. Uh, but you know what I mean. The the people of the NA community, yeah. Um, it's like it's such a wonderful place. Everyone's so effing friendly and um, a great like escape from Normieville. I think no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, I guess up front for. Those who are new to the show or just tuning into like this one for the first time, uh, bulls with buds are bulls. Uh, they're they're bull after bull episodes that we do sporadically, irregularly. Um, we have had one a week for quite a while. We're on a hot streak, but that's not always the format. The format is whenever we can schedule them, whenever we can get a bud to sit down in the bull, uh, then we do it then, and uh, that gives us a little bit of flexibility in the programming. Um, because you know we don't want to necessarily be be held into a rigorous schedule with getting some guests in here. Mm. But we also don't want to pull guests into the Tuesday thing and kind of like have to figure out how to dance around the format or like keep it pure. 
Yeah, exactly. So Bulls with Buds, that was kind of the idea that was born. And so uh, here tonight we're here with uh, N.A. Millennial, better known as Dan from the uh, Millennial Media Offensive Show. And uh, that's a relatively new endeavor. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about kind of the genesis of that show, like how you came to uh, put it all together, like what, what got you into wanting to do this crazy thing? Uh, yeah. So it actually started out of me, um, learning about Icecast. That's what, that's where it really took off. Nice. Um, and I've been messing with, uh, Raspberry Pis for quite a while. Um, I built like a data server type thing. And then I was, I was curious about Icecast more specifically kind of like an automated radio station. Sure. The goal of it would be, uh, play music, a channel that would play music I liked, um, all day long. And then would remind me to switch over to um, like No Agenda or other radio streams uh, when they came on. Gotcha. And from that, I was like, oh man, but it means I can touch this thing and then I can put my voice out uh, on the radio. Um, and it just continued to grow from there. But it was, it all really started with that. I wanted to make a, a playlist of music I like and then pull uh, radio streams that I like. That's pretty cool, man. So when you. Like when No Agenda is about to start live, does it just, it doesn't switch it automatically, but it sends you a reminder to switch it and you have to go in there manually and do it? No, it does it automatically. Uh, with oh, liquid that's soap. awesome. Yeah. yeah. With, with what? I'm sorry. Liquid soap. Liquid soap. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's that's how the No Agenda stream works uh, as well. I just, um, I took Void Zero's code and I kind of um, reworked it for my own purposes. That's super um, but awesome. But it's like, super simple language. If you know like Python, you can figure it out like that. Snap. That's cool. This is one of like the things that I've been meaning to work on, but it's like even further than the back burner right now. But yeah. um, a lot of us on the stream have been talking about it would be nice to have sort of an opt-in automation where when one of us goes live, like say, you know, uh, it's Wednesday and it's coming up on six. And I know Rare Encounters coming on. It would yeah. be nice to just have my stream mirror that stream at the right time and just know when to do it. And then... Uh, oh, um, I mean, if you have a schedule. Um, so Liquid Soap is, is advanced enough to know like if um, metadata for a stream changes, mm-hmm. like it knows something happened. So like if you wanted the change in metadata to be like a refresh metadata... Or uh, change to a different song. Like uh, you wanted to have four songs and some jingles. You can schedule it like that. So for instance, my stream, and I I haven't told you about this because I just did this today. Basically now, on Tuesdays, it pulls uh, your guys' stream. And so all day it's pulling your stream. Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. And then until uh, John and I bust in with Butt, and then it's it's obviously us broadcasting out. Sure. But. Yeah, but that's, that's I just did that today. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to look into that some more over the coming weeks because uh, that's something I've wanted for our stream for a long time. Right now, I'm just it's all manual, so just got like the butt going. Like it's coming up on 48 hours on a row, but like inevitably there will be a memory loss thing because it's it's all running out of friggin' browsers. You know, oh man, if you fig- if you've figured out like I haven't dove into Bitcoin at all. Um, but if you've figured out um, that putting together your own lightning node 
you will be able to do the liquid soap thing in in a couple hours. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's cool. I'm excited about that. For sure. That's tight. Push it up your to-do list, Spence. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I was listening earlier, your basket of apples or something like that. You picked oh, out. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw the meme? associated meme. Uh, I logged off and on, so it's not in the chat anymore, but I think I have it. I save it. I, I get this big-ass folder of dev memes now because uh, I try to hit my uh, coding students with at least one a day in the Discord. So Yeah. Um, but it's uh, Picard. What is his name? Jean-Luc Paul Pierre Pierce. I can't remember his name. But uh, he's just picking apples, and it's like, uh, it's like finish the projects you're working on, start a new project, and he's like reaching out for the apple that says start a new project. <laughs> pull, pull it down. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, for uh, people that do a couple of podcasts about weed, uh, you guys are very much um, action-oriented individuals. Yeah. You know, you're not the stereotypical. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, we do a lot of things. We do a lot of things. I no, think... I, I think I was going to say, I think a lot of stereotypes are based in truth, but that might be an incorrect one. You know, the motive, lack of motivation with stoners. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that I believed that about you guys. I'm just saying, I thought it was funny because it's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's like you guys are so, um, hitting it all the time. The consistency, the updates, the artwork, which I loved by the way. Oh, Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Laurie noise is cranking out the art. We're on it. Awesome. Some good, some good stuff. You're competing now against. When you see my stream, that is a uh, mid thirties um, gay gentleman known as my brother. So you know you're competing. You're competing with the uh, the white gay uh, eye for art there. Oh, so, yeah. Best of luck. Best of luck. <laughs> now nah, I'm fucking with you. Um, Delorean's karma is now 404. Karma not found. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, no, but my brother is, uh, he does the artwork for our show and That's he's cool. very, he's very, uh, very corporate in nature. I Funny. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, it's an awesome show that you got too. That's, uh, I think that you guys have come just like so far and fast in such a short amount of time. It was really cool because you had reached out to me. Oh man. It's been a few months, I guess. A couple yeah. months. Yeah. Um, just kind of asking, what i used for my setup and like some of the software i was running and different things like that and um yeah i don't know if you were like expecting to hear back right away or what but like i love that kind of stuff because i just blast you with like a wall of text you know like oh this is all the different shit i use and i that and that's that's what i love about the community you know um is it's everyone's just like that a lot of people are just like that where I was like, "Hey, does anyone know how I could go about uh, getting Chad in my in the IRC?" And then uh, I think it's like Nodebit or Nodebet mm-hmm. or whatever just pops out. He's like, "You know what? I can put him there. I just did." <laughs> yep. Nice. You know, like yep. stuff like that. You're just like, "Wow, this is great." And then Darren O. So I have a. Um, I was running for a long time off the software game uh, Voice Meter. Okay. And I got a Motu. And then I was like instantly like, where are all my inputs? Yeah. And Darren O sends me the uh, config file change to open up something like 24 different input outputs. And it's just like, that is the experience that you have every time here. And it's uh, where everybody feels the same, you know? It's great. Yeah, it's cool. They're all just, we're all just like a bunch of real ass people with like, our passions are on our sleeve, you know? So if people ask us about 
our passions or about something that we're knowledgeable about, then it's like, we're just going to spill our guts, you know, we're just going to, it just comes out. We're just going to be talking it. Oh, absolutely, man. And I'm, I'm feeling all right right now after, after a long week. Feels good to, uh, to get this all out. No doubt, man. No yeah. doubt. Oh, uh, I've got a message in the back channel. Farmer Todd is asking uh, if everything arrived all right, and we're going to check that out right now, actually. Yes, we got a box in the bowl tonight. Ooh. And it was a strange experience because the postman uh, must have gotten spooked off by something because they left to their nice uh, official post box carrier on our on the bowl steps and it says like not for private use thousand dollar fine if stolen well blah, blah, blah. i'm like okay well never seen oh one God. of these before <laughs> yeah and then they get the classic uh and a big hole punched in the corner of the box yeah you know? the hole in the box where they stick a camera in there fucking nosy ass fetty bullshit is that real what sticking a camera in the boxes? Yeah. Oh fuck oh, yeah. yeah. They oh yeah. Do that? If you ever if you ever get yep. a package uh, from the USPS, and on the corner there's like a hole punched into it, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they must have dropped it or somebody kicked it or something. No. Wrong. Uh, yeah. You, you've been cam scoped. Jesus. Well, thanks a lot, Patriot Act. Yeah. God, is that what so, that? Yeah, yeah, they can uh, scope out my boring ass mail. I'm not in fucking high school, you know. I'm not getting anything interesting mailed to me. Ooh. Oh, a little bit of Killstone Sparkling Dry Cider. Very cool. I remember Farmer Todd talking about that on his Bowls of Buds. That's right. (gasps) And And some medicinal maple syrup. Medicinal maple, look at that. Oh, man. The bowlettes are going to be so excited when they wake up tomorrow. That's tight, dude. Fuck, let's get drunk on this instead. Yeah, seriously. Secret 7, what the fuck were we doing? Awesome, thank you Farmer Todd. Thanks Farmer Todd. This is um, the Hillstone Sparkling Cider, uh, I would imagine, is the story he told us about. uh, It's like a value for value project where they used the um, apples that his cows were just going to eat. Yeah? Yeah, he came in and grabbed all the apples, turned them into cider, there you have it, man. So thank you, thank you Farmer Todd. Yes, thanks Farmer Todd, we love you. Uh, Sounds like what you need to do with your projects, man. I know, right? <laughs> Make cider. Cider, yeah. Take that whole basket and just turn them into cider. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. So I'm interested. I always love hearing the variation that comes with like how people stumbled onto or found Noogen in the first place. Because like, it's varied, old and new. Some people have been listening for a decade or more. Some people like just found it in the past few years and. Oh, always different ways it came about. So, like, how did you first get hit in the mouth? Yeah, uh, my brother hit me in the mouth. Actually, the the artist, the nice. the, uh, the gay artist. Um, I don't him being gay is not a, a big deal whatsoever. Uh, um, but he uh, he was listening to Twit back in the day. Um, gotcha. Two thousand like four era uh, when John C. Dvorak was on. He used to we used to download it on his po- uh, podcast or on his fuck. We used to just listen to the podcast. That's as, that's as detailed as it has to be. Um, and anyways, um, I remembered it was like 2015. I was talking to him about all the, the layer of bullshit that exists over everything in society. Yep. And um, he's like, hey, man, check it out. And I instantly recognized John C. Dvorak's voice. Never heard of Adam Curry prior to it. That was like 2015. 
Um, and I just been listening uh, every day since. Not every day. Nice. I, it started off with just no agenda. And then I started popping into the community probably like uh, two, two years, two and a half years ago. Now, when you say into the community, do you mean uh, the No Agenda Social? Do you mean the the IRC chat, uh, like all of the above, a combination? Uh, it was the IRC chat for sure at first, um, and it was it was pretty noncommittal. It was just basically whenever I could get on, and it really started when I started working from home, uh, which is great. Um, <laughs> I do not get a lot done on Thursdays. Or now Mondays or Tuesdays, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it's crazy how it just kind of creeps, creeps yeah. in and uh, becomes sort of a lifestyle, really. Oh, absolutely, and that's what's wonderful about it. Like I came, I did not know that everyone was pretty much a millennial, which is is a very millennial viewpoint of me. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm on the younger end of like the millennial spectrum. Sure, and so that's I where tend we're to at think too. Of, yeah. Yeah, that's why I kind of figured. Um, and so for me, it was like, so you guys, I talk about Nurse Elise um, on MMO quite often. Um, she's sitting next to me, and so she's giving me a smile. <laughs> that's all she's giving me. <laughs> Looks like that's about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, but she, I uh, completely lost my train of thought. She needs a mic. She does need a mic. You guys would love her. She's so sweet. Um. You were saying uh, like everyone's a millennial. Yes, she's actually a Gen Z. So she, so like I'm on the precipice. I was born in '92. She's born in '95, and so she's technically. Uh, oh, she was born in '96. <laughs> oh God, that smile is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I oh, know. Um, but so it was just like the way that the generations were thinking and acting, and and um, I felt like there wasn't really. It was before Adam started to actually ever go into Adam Curry ever go into like actually define it. He kind of felt like everybody, even the younger generations, were still millennials. Like it was like yeah, it's like all the kids. Millennial goes forever, but really, yeah. like all the millennials are out of college now. So like the college kids are all Z. I know it's a weird mm -hmm. gen. It's weird. Everything's weird though. I don't know. It's funny because a lot of that shit kind of blends and blurs together and the definitions are you know kind of well, they're bullshit you know it, you can't yeah. it's not everyone wears uh size small yoga pants right you know some some uh be a lot cooler Latinas. if you did yeah exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit oh man but my god so uh i'm sorry i i did get you know in the spirit of bulls with bulls i did get a little roasty hey all right and so I, if I jumped to, from place to place here or That's seem paranoid, absolutely not it's allowed. because I am. <laughs> Look, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Oh, they absolutely are after me. They're hiding fucking microphones in the toothpaste. <laughs> I got to wait a second. There's a microphone right here. Yeah. Oh, shit. A little camera hole box. Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's man. a one thing. And so... So this is this is it. This is this is why the community is. You know, I have my thoughts and my beliefs, yeah. and when not cushioned properly, uh, sometimes I sound a little bit nuts. Sure, uh, when I talk. Yeah, and so like the no agenda community was like, "Hey, buddy, you're not nuts. You're just fun." Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> and I love it. Yep, it's uh, it's nice to not feel so 
goddamn alone, dude. I know that uh, at a lot of different jobs or you know wherever you're at, we just have to interact with like um, these people. These, uh, I guess you said normies. It's like a great way to put <laughs> that it. Is, it's yeah. just like the people yeah. who are just on current thing. And they're like always going to be on current thing, and you can watch when current thing changes. It just like it's like boom, you wake up, they got the fucking update downloaded, and it's like wait, you, I watch all these people around me just like radically and dramatically change as the narrative changes, as yeah. Act Two closes yeah. and Act Three opens, they all change, and I'm like, I'm still the same, fucking, I like still think the same stuff that I thought before the script change. Yeah. It still applies after the script change. Like, it's hard to, like, wrap my head around how do you not see this kind of stuff? How do you kind of, you know? I mean... And, and I, I mean, that's a thing, too. Seeing seeing um, good friends who used to, you think, you thought were right there with you, and then all of a sudden, they're like, no, man, that's nuts. Or, um, <laughs> what are you talking about? The economy's doing great. But... But, but people <laughs> no, are like dying. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's, that's the, the big one, one That's too. the one that really blows me over, bro. Now more than ever. But people here, are dying. It's like here's here's oh. the cognitive dissonance. People that, are always dying. Is that new? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like oh Jesus, people are dying now. But what what did they do before? Live for fucking ever. Exactly. Um, the funniest thing to me is with like Ukraine, for instance. People, these people hold cognitive dissonance where it's both the Russians are, um, you know, getting their asses kicked by the Ukrainians, but we also must send troops over to Ukraine to uh, stop Putin because he's not going to stop yeah. once Ukraine falls. <laughs> like, do you guys hear why those two things are, are uh, nuts? We're um, going to ink some uh, massive weapons contracts so that... Uh, oh, exactly. So that it's, it's a all. fair fight. The, <laughs> the, pa- <laughs> the drums of war are pounding. Trust oh, me, it's coming. No doubt. Yeah, it's yeah, we're we're it's, going, Spencer. You and I, we're going to war. Yeah, is that sure. what's going on? We're gonna get drafted, bro. I've been we're, saying for like almost a decade. Like, I'm trying to avoid the war here. You know? We're gonna storm the shores of Crimea. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be terrible. We'll be the uh, <laughs> No Agenda Social Volunteer Region 404. Well, me and Nurse Elise will probably be right there with you because equality, right? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so true. We're all getting drafted. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Strap up, boys Woo-hoo! and ladies. <laughs> That'll be fun. It'll be one big. We'll all have uh, I don't know. We'll have borscht and vodka parties together. Seems great. The future seems so bright. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty so for it. The future is so great that I got a chicken coop and I've been building it all day. I don't know if I mentioned that, dude. Since we I, hit the record button, but I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, how is that, and why did you want to get into that? I love it. First of all, I don't even have it. <sighs> So, we've been thinking about the chicken thing for quite a while. Yeah, probably before um, we even had the bowlets. Yeah, like a long-ass time. Uh, we wanted to do some kind of self-sustaining food production at our own place for ages. And what really got me thinking about it, two guys were like the two guys I stumbled upon that really had me uh, deep geeking on it. And the first is... Um, the lunatic farmer Joel Salatin, who runs Polyface Farms in in Virginia, uh, who's like a big time um, name when it comes to uh, permaculture, which is basically the idea that uh, you know all of your animals should contribute to 
the entire ecosystem. Like, yeah. And they should be raised and allowed to be what they are. Like, raise a pig as a pig. Let the pig be pig. Let the chicken be chicken. Let the. And but what so, if the chicken starts saying, I'm a cow? Well, then we get to electroshock therapy. That's the answer. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the not, chicken not. the chicken that's the thing about the chicken is like chickens are some of the dumbest creatures on earth but they know that they're chickens you know they know that that's true they just be them they don't have any kind of confusion about it the 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 big thing about it were um the way that he raises the the livestock is kind of a a big stirring of the entire land where it starts with he he calls himself like a grass farmer who's just focused on the soil and the dirt and so it starts with the cows grazing the grass down and then the cows shit and eat grass. And then you want to move them to a next section of fresh grass where they can do it all over again. So his, I think his dad like invented these movable electric fences to be able to kind of keep them sectioned off and move them bit by bit, uh, just grazing fresh grass. So when you move the cows, the cows shit and then the flies come and lay eggs in the shit, and it takes three days for uh, those eggs to hatch into maggots. Well, by that time, you move the chickens into there, and the chickens are eating all the maggots as they hatch. They're taking care of your fly problem. They're scratching all the shit into the ground and into the grass. They're spreading that manure all over as the you know grass is healing and regrowing and regenerating. Uh, and essentially, you're just using all of your animals step by step stirring them around the land and regenerating the soil. So, uh, the polyface farm where he farms at was like, uh, it was like a farm that had just been year after year after year of corn. And, yeah. uh, the soil was all depleted and it was like rocky worn out. and, uh, everyone said his dad was nuts for even buying the place. And, you know, over the years and over, I think he's like in the hands of the third generation now, uh, they've restored, soil back to the land like yeah they healed the land that's pretty that's badass that's really cool and uh i'll I'll just buy this natural way of uh using the environment uh not against itself but for itself you know one of his books is a great meme everything i want to do is illegal yeah he just talks about uh all of these uh, fda regulations and how you can't really do anything no it's uh it's a safety net everything's safety crazy control and safety that's why when they sell you the fear you reach for more safety that's right <laughs> that's right that's but no that's 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 uh fascinating elise actually works with a person that has chickens nice and so we've been getting these um green and brown and yellow oh, yeah. uh, eggs they're crazy it's it, the colors on them are just absolutely nuts that's um, very cool i love the ones what, that can lay the blue and the green ones those like yeah. Easter egg yeah layers yeah you know what a green egg tastes like? What? Exactly like an egg. I love it. <laughs> That's what I, I don't think I've had a green one, but uh, uh, no, they're, I imagine they're kind of just eggy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is Joel Salatin, and then... Um, what about the survival the other, podcast? Yeah, that's the other guy is uh, Jack Spearco of the survival podcast. Sounds very familiar. Um, I got turned on to him by a buddy who... Uh, him and his wife own the business I uh, bartend at at different weekends. We have like a little wine truck, Fizzolino. Um, oh. It's just like a tap truck. It's made out of an old Piaggio Ape. It's just like this little Italian 
it looks like a tuk tuk basically. <laughs> but um, at any, at I, any rate, he's like a ex military guy, or um, he might yeah. still be like employed by the military, but um, an, an army guy. But he turned me onto this uh, survival podcast, and um, Jack did a whole series of like the Half Acre Homestead, where you can you know raise meat and vegetables on your own small plot of land you know because we're in the we're in the city we're in the inner city in kansas city and so it's like um space is definitely limited but yeah but we um, have a backyard oh we do have a yard and um you know a decent lot so we try to make the most of it we've basically done like peppers tomatoes garlic consistently and have um you, this is have the you guys f- done any hydro sorry i don't mean to interrupt you know we tried some peppers in hydroponics yeah. Um, but I just don't have the lights to really develop yeah. them. They vegged okay, and then when the peppers started budding, they were just like tiny, like me. And I don't have like a bright ass crazy light to really get the. Uh, Pretty. I thought you could do like a hydroponic system outside without without net kind of natural light. Like if you had a backyard, you can. Yeah, actually, that's true. Uh, we haven't tried it outside. I haven't tried it outside, but yeah. Seems like a cool, Aqua, cool aquaponics. Is that what I'm thinking of? Aquaponics. I am is thinking of aquaponics, where you yes. have like the plants in the fish tank. Um, I think it, I think this is where it mists the uh, vines. That oh, where you have like a there's there's something called um, nutrient drip or nutrient film, where you just kind of have like a constant stream oh. running uh, down the roots of the plant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that is um, kind of what I'm thinking of with the sprayers and the bot. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a bunch. I've definitely wanted to go after it, um, but again, one of those one of those apples I picked that um, is bruised and at the bottom right now. Yep, I know all about it, man. It's like uh, I got a basket of apples. Some of them apples have been in there for fucking years, <laughs> exactly. you know. But uh, I'm still picking them. Yeah, we yeah. just uh, over the weekend last weekend we were uh, up at my dad's up north and. Went to the farm store because we just been eyes out on the stuff, you know. We've been like, yeah, um, and especially after talking with Farmer Todd, you know, it just kind of renewed our sense of like, dude, we got to bite off another piece of this whole homestead thing. Um, and Toontown Mousy Bear too, like yep. they're they're talking about it and getting into it, and they've got a new spot that they're moving into and doing the stuff. So it's just like it's all around us. Like it's kind of part of this whole build the future that you want to live in and the decentralizing one step at a time sort of thing like just opting out piece by piece of the centralized food system the centralized money system the centralized all of the shit you know and fuck i it's impossible to get off of all of it but 100 percent. but we can make the right move in the right direction and then teach our kids to like keep going when we're too old to fucking do it anymore you know so that's that's kind of the plan that's that's really fascinating. Um, I, I kind of agree with that um, lifestyle uh, entirely. I think that that's the kind of vision for a future um, that is. It doesn't really divide down that two party system yeah. you know, that way yeah. that that a lot of other things do. Because I've seen I lived in St. Louis and then and kind of in like a gentrified ghetto type area, and we had a guy that was doing um, urban farming and he had uh, urban free range chickens. And this is in the city. So you just see like two or three chickens run by you. Uh-huh. Um, and they would lay eggs everywhere. And if you found one, you could keep one. <laughs> What's the guy's policy? So it was pretty funny. 
Wow. Um, but, but like, yeah, that sounds awesome. You don't want to be super dependent on the systems and the structures. You know, obviously the power structure is huge. Right. Um, that kind of thing. So that's the most difficult. I've thought about, um, Elise and I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get, get to sell her on chickens at all. But she does want to start planting her own, like, uh, lettuce and tomato and that kind of stuff. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, any little piece. I mean, uh, it's funny because so, so much of our uh, hobbies and the, and the visions and the things that we build overlap in the sense of, like, I feel like the Bitcoin thing dovetails with all of this so, so wonderfully and uh, a lot of other things do, too, where uh, the entertainment, you know? Like, I, I look forward to podcasts that uh, people who I've shook hands with in real life produce and uh, people uh, who I help produce, you know, like things I'm involved in. There's not, a, yeah. there's not a, you can't flip on Netflix and watch some product that, uh, or project that we've all put together and that I had like a part of, you know, but all and, of these podcasts, oh, man. you can. And so there's my entertainment, you know, my entertainment is now decentralized and, uh, locally sourced sort of but also like community sourced you know i was thinking about this um other thing too where we always talk about like think local dream local but we're even like decentralizing the idea of local we're yes. decentralizing mm-hmm. like friends so <laughs> we're decentralizing like I'd all of french this. you i would french you <laughs> <laughs> like this guy's on fire. I just wanted to say that without getting knocking you off your steed. I'm sorry. <laughs> These people are sick. Uh, but I mean, it's it's the craziness because a lot of these people that I've met through this uh wild thing that this wild living thing that is the no agenda community, they live all over the fucking place, you know? Colorado, Bay Area, uh Michigan, uh Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Australia, Australia, (laughs) the weirdest things, Kent, UK, uh, you know, all over the place, all over the place, but they're right here in my backyard. They're right here in my IRC. They're right here in my, uh, fun holes in my tutor (laughs) notifications. Damn it. I love that. They're up in my fun hole. I gotta say, we do have to get uh, Nurse Lisa Mike because DeLorean, you and Elise are like very similar human beings. Oh yeah, in comedy uh, senses. <laughs> she, it's uh, it's nearing a local election today, or uh, in St. Louis, and we were driving to the grocery store the other day, um, and a bunch of people have you know their local teacher vote for this teacher or or district manager sign in the yard, and Elise goes. Liberal stooges. <laughs> just like, it's like right my voice. It's like low, low to my voice. And oh, I just sat God. there so proud. I go, I'm going to marry the shit out of you. <laughs> That's excellent, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, uh, I don't know, the, the collaborative and cooperative nature of the whole beast since like, since we first got back into it. I mean, the, the bull after bull thing, the first round and the first iteration was just sort of like, trying to chronicle our journey through the activist. Uh, but also you had some interesting guests then, like one of the Doge Cade guys yeah. for Dogecoin. Oh, wow. Yeah, there were some... That is pretty fascinating. There were some different stuff. I know we did a, a Easter 420 episode with uh, a local pastor out there, and we kind of talked about... Uh, oh, yeah. Medical and... Weed in the Bible Pew! and... Uh, whoa! Whoa, Pew's coming in hot. It's hotter than hell. Sorry about that. 
Uh, thank you for your pew. The, the, unfortunately, uh, we weren't so on the audio back then, you know? Right, like, yeah. I was still on, like, Baby's First Blue Yeti mic <laughs> Blue Yeti situ- situation. Mic. Oh, that's what I had up until I recently. That's what I mean. It's such a... It's all launching it's a, point. It's a good mic for how much you pay for it. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah, it is I a, agree. It is a value of a mic. There's worse things you can do, but... When we start listening to No Agenda regularly, or these, you know, I mean, the Hog Story, those guys do great sound. Like, all of these podcasts now uh, do great sound, you know? And so then you hear yourself, especially when, like, I didn't really listen to a lot of my own shows because I was so busy listening to other shows until Bimrose got us in the rotation on the stream. And at first it wasn't, you know, the live, it was just our show would rotate uh, the published show on the stream. And I started hearing it, and I started just being like, oh, God, there's things I got to change, you know? So yep. I still try to, like, listen in, but that's, like, one of the hardest things, too, when you're putting out stuff, like, so regularly, is, like, listening back to the to the stuff that's out there. Yeah, and my, so my main thing is, like, I'm always like, well, all right, what, where, what range of DBs am I looking to hit? You know, voices yeah. and music and jingles. Uh, what sounds good? How is this being, how is this sounding? Like when I'm coming in over a jingle, uh, is my voice popping above my audio? And I'm supposed to be able to hear it exactly in my headphones. Um, but I don't know, sometimes I get in the moment. So it's it's really interesting like that. Yeah, absolutely. I just love the whole evolution of the whole thing. Like our our deal is like we don't necessarily ever expect to know fully what the fuck we're doing, but we want to... Yeah. We want to get better. We want to get better every time. We want to get better like episode after episode and month after month. And then like, we want to be able to look back down the road, you know, two years later, three years later, four years later, and just like see it evolve. And that's what's already happening naturally, you know? And it's, we see it with us. We see it with, uh, like you guys, man, like you guys shot like a super improvement in just a very short time. Cause you're, uh, you know, you're nailing down like, um, Thank you. Not only just sound, uh, which has just jumped hugely, but also with like show format and with like I don't know stuff like uh, who's not a fed kind of thing. You know, like <laughs> you I like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm totally not a fed. I just yeah, <laughs> I don't know. My money's messed up right now. You knew a lot about those cameras and boxes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> you gotta be boosting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a that's the next venture. Uh, John, my co-host, is working on our um, our hub or our node. Sorry, node. lightning node. You're gonna be a nodey boy. Trying to trying to get on that. He's he's the Bitcoin guy. Um, cool. That's what's up. Yeah. So that's I, I do I am obviously trying to learn as much as possible uh, in that area. But um, I think I have a wallet set up now. So I'm not sure where this extends. It's actually a question I had for you. Okay. If you knew. Um. Within Fountain, you can set up a podcaster wallet that doesn't have to be linked to any sort of node. Yes. So it would sit within whatever Fountain is using as its node, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of important to, in a privacy sense and in just like an awareness sense, to understand that no matter what wallet you use, you could use any wallet out there, that wallet sits on top of a node. And so if you have a wallet and don't run a node, then you have a wallet that's running on somebody else's node. Um, and so that that is always the case, whether it's a Lightning wallet 
uh, which is obviously on top of a lightning node, or whether it's just a regular on-chain Bitcoin wallet, it's on top of a Bitcoin full node. So, um, I, the only thing I can say, yeah, I mean, no, sorry, no, you're break good. in there. Um, I don't know if I would ever store my actual physical wallet in somebody else's back pocket. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, feel like the is that an advocation for having your own node? I think that running your own node is the best solution. I think that there's a lot of second best stuff. I think there are plenty of good, trustworthy, and reliable custodians out there. Um, There's plenty of guys who have proven that they care about privacy, they care about security, and they have integrity. Um, Integrity. I think Breeze is a perfect example of a way you can have what is technically a uh, a non-custodial solution, but you're still running on, uh, it's, it's weird. The, the breeze thing is very nuanced because essentially you're running like a, a light node inside of your phone. Um, but it's spinning up auto channels and a lot of it's automated and, um, you know, to, to, to really pick it apart is beyond my expertise level. But, um, there are different like halfway solutions that are actually pretty good, but I, it's just hard to beat running your own and being your own bank and having that. It's like right there in your house. It's like all of the shit's on there. I don't have to worry about where it's at or who's running it or who's maintaining it or upkeeping it. Like I know everything that goes on with it. Yeah. And I get, I, so I see, I can see both sides of that with one is way easier to set up. They were like, yep. uh, yeah. for, for, for Fountain, it was like, set it up, um, claim your podcast. All right, now you can collect sats. Cotton Gin was super happy. He's the one that actually suggested we do this uh, so he could boost us. And thank you, Cotton Gin. Nice. Um, oh, God, I, I fucking love these people. Sharky, Cotton Gin. Uh, so that's awesome, too, That because uh, I was like looking in the index, and uh, I thought I saw the gray bolt. How, how, how long ago did you make the Fountain Wallet? I made that... Um, like this past week, like sometime this past week, Tuesday, okay. Wednesday. Because um, I think that, I was looking at it Tuesday night. That's possible. Um, I think maybe the twenty, the twenty fifth. What day is it today? I also cannot fucking the twenty fifth to save my oh, life. Nice. I can't spell millennial correctly. Millennials are tough word to spell. That is exactly oh. why we've changed <laughs> changed our actual website uh, and dono links and stream links. Uh, to mmo.show because Dumb. I noticed that too. It's wonderful. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at like uh, branding, you know? Like, uh, yeah. So, and so, NA Millennial as a name, it sucks. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I, <laughs> right? Right? It's like, who's this fucking douche? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, Millennial. The king is like, of uh, Millennials of NA? No. I just picked it because I, I didn't want. I, I'm not creative. I'm millennial. You're, n- you're not allowed to self-identify. That's supposed <laughs> well, to be a badge of shame. <laughs> well, exactly. But but uh, but you know, I didn't want to. I knew some people would perceive it as me trying to be like this captain of things. But at the same time, <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I, I don't. I couldn't think of a name. I was busy that day. I just wanted to get in, and so that I got into the chat room with with NA Millennial, uh, or I named my website NA Millennial because my radio station was never supposed to be public. So that's where it came from. Gotcha. Um, but like, I don't put much thought into these things. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And so it presents as a certain way. It's funny. Yep. No, I think that, uh, that's one of the fun things about just like putting yourself out there is like, 
then you deal with a lot of different lenses that people like experience that and, uh, you know, make conclusions based upon stuff. And I think like, it's sort of funny when you get people thinking, I don't know, you're going for something that you're not or like, or, uh, the one I think I just most common is just that like, you're just trying so hard or, um, like it doesn't really feel, you know what I mean? Everybody's like, Oh, you never stop. You're always doing this and you're always doing that. And it's like, I definitely keep busy, but I also, I don't know. I don't feel like this big achiever guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, no. At the yeah. end of the day, the end of the day. I, I do get know. that. I don't know. I just try. I mean, we all get by with a little help with, from our friends, I think. Like, um, because we're all kind of in communication, um, both publicly and privately, like, we just kind of... I don't know. We just help each other out when uh, one person slips, another person's right there to catch you. And I don't know. You say yes when you say nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I love it. Yes. 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 Millennial, uh, man. There's too many double letters in it. That's the problem. And that's, that's why I changed it to MMO.show. It's like vacuum. Because <laughs> you can spell it. MMO.show. Now that yeah. is a sexy uh, URL. I love it. Sexy and sleek, but I never thought about branding. I'm a different username on everything. Um, gotcha. Which is not intentional, but it's uh, just a, a factor of my brain. Well, I will have to get your uh, lightning value credential, whatever, whatnots, because I'm not sure. So um, John and Carolyn were on recently on the Bulls with Buds, and uh, for Satoshis.stream, that's a service they use. Yeah. And so I learned kind of how to do a guest split for them. And maybe it's similar for for the fountain thing. Maybe it's a little different. I'm not sure, but uh, I definitely want to get your split in there for this episode. Oh, uh, I I mean I don't even think we're ready. Uh, I know I have that wallet. I I don't know if I can even look up the address for that wallet. Well, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, looking, sure I can. I'm looking at the node right now in Podcast Index, and that node points to an Ellen Pay uh, node. So that's kind of typical. That's what a lot of the services use is Ellen Pay for their back end to like spin up oh. wallets and uh, help people onboard. Uh, when I pull your RSS up, uh, I will need to view source because you are slick and have a style sheet associated with your RSS and I do not with mine. But then when I click view source, I can see everything written and I'm looking for the funding or not the funding, excuse me. I'm looking for value tag. But when I uh, passed a value tag for uh, Fletcher's guest split, I had to, like, put a custom key and a custom, uh, I don't know, some other fucking number. Two custom little tokens that basically allow Satoshi's stream to separate that. Because it's all running off the same node. So, like, yeah. the, the pub key is all the same for everybody. Um, which is interesting. I'm, like, trying to figure out how to do that myself. Because I'd like to be able to... For instance, for the painter story project we're working on, I'd like to be able to send all of that to my node and then divvy it all out to whoever's getting whatever for the project, you know, split it up, but just run it off uh, my node and keep it one node. So, yeah, it's, it's, this is a, we're, we're at an interesting, you know, like a, uh, a frontier, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You're a, you're an internet cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. And I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, I want. I, w- I would like to be involved, but I don't know if, if like, because this is like pre-alphabet. You know, there's the alpha and the beta. This is before any of that, mm. right now. 
You know, don't you think? I think it's pretty damn early. It's uh, yeah. it's weird because all these protocols are being built, and everyone's kind of like has a different vision. I think for like directions or for like what's important. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like one step at a time, you know. Uh, I think eventually it's just going to evolve on its own. Like it's already so much bigger than any one of us, you know. And it's Absolutely. it's also just like a little baby right now. So, just like your chicken. Exactly. Exactly. Just like the chicken. You got to grow up and and ask that chick when it turns into a chicken. Now, chicken, would you store your wallet in somebody else's pants? <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why you need your own node. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Oh. Run a node. It's great. Um it just kind of thins out the uh attack vectors. If you're running your own small node versus like you're just dogpiling a wallet into some other large node like the large node is more juicy attack vector you know and there's oh, been uh, database leaks over the past week or two that like makes a ton of sense big bad it embarrassing does. ones you know this is like uh running your own node is also a little piece of like security through obscurity you know yeah you don't have the fate phase uh fees i think that's a great point that um yeah. you know obviously larger ones would be more apt to hit wow and Damn. it's also uh Mark me team node. You learn a great deal about uh, all the different stuff, you know? It's like oh, that's, that's what I like about you it. You become more involved, and out of necessity, you have to learn. Because, like, once people start boosting you, and then a boost fails or a route fails, like, people are like, hey, dude, I want to give you money. What the fuck? <laughs> and so you have to go and, like, fix it, make it work, you know? Um, I don't know. Absolutely. It's, it's, been a, it's been a blast, honestly. That- it's that aspect too of like the community that drew me in because I'm listening to this podcast. I was like, "Holy shit!" These guys also think that that commonly held public belief is incorrect. And I'm like, "Wow, that's crazy!" <laughs> and then great, finding man. out, like, "Oh, you guys also like fucking around with raspberry pies." <laughs> like, who are you guys? <laughs> my people. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I think you guys are like my my race." You know what I mean? It's a. Yeah. Uh, we're our own race of people where we get our own culture. It's great. The weirdos. Yeah. I love it. Finding our tribe. So I like our tribe. Speaking of our A tribe, lot. I was interested in uh like how you came to meet John Dew and then like eventually get a uh show going with him. Like how did all of that genocide? Yeah. Um so I built the the website and the radio stream that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um found out you could connect to it with butt and uh then just all the natural urges started getting there. You know, I mm-hmm. downloaded voice meter. Like, holy shit, I can route uh, this sound here and and not here. And, oh, my God, look, I can press this button and it plays a fun fucking jingle. <laughs> and before you know it, you're like, wow, I can see why um, John and Adam and people, <laughs> once the sounds were in the mix, they didn't leave. They're like, they made fun of the sounds, but... Now they love the sounds. They're endeared, endeared part of it. I mean, come on. Um, it's never going to be anything interesting. Dude, my absolute favorite one, and I think about it in the shower every day. Yeah. And giggle. I giggle. It's cash money, baby. All cash, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I got that. All cash, oh. baby. There we go. Oh, man. <laughs> I like this one, too. Hey, listen, you dicks. Send money. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I that's that's how I got so sidetracked. Um, Elise Elise hit me on the shoulder and she's like, "How do you? How did you meet John?" Yeah, <laughs> not that John. Yeah, John, do man. Exactly. Um. So, anyways, 
that I started um, hanging out heavy in the troll room. Um, and I kept saying stuff, and John Dew would respond to me. He just responded to me. Mm-hmm. So I shot him a message, and I'm like, do you want to do a podcast? And he goes, no. I actually just turned down somebody else to do a podcast today. Nice. I'm like, oh, God, that hot bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants him. <laughs> if he wants a piece of John Dew. I know. I was like, oh, God, I got to get him. So I, I enacted the old um, Southern uh, response of doing nothing. Oh, nice. Nothing. And so I tapped him a week later. I go, you give it any thought? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I got the hot pretty blonde. Beautiful. <laughs> you just right. have to ask again. That's right. That's the secret of life. Tap it in. Uh, but we've been having so much fun doing it. Yeah, um, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love I love all these shows coming online too because it's like it just adds to the canvas of what's going on here. Um which is so cool. Like people can find the show whether they like uh see Adam on uh a Rogan appearance or on a, a Glenn Beck or they see John out there um yeah. you know on different shows and then they come through and it's like okay so it depends on how you listen to podcasts. Like you can just download the episode. And I think that's like where a lot of people start and stay, but then you can find out listening to enough, like, Oh, they're live on Sundays and Thursdays. And then you tune in live and then there's a troll room associated. And I think once you get into that troll room, like once you hit the IRC and if it's not like scrolling too fast for you to handle and you just like stay in there a while, that's when, it's the point of no return. You're in there, you're stuck. It's like, that's the lifestyle thing where it pops on. Oh, and, and it, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead. I don't, I'm not cutting you off here. No, or I'm not interrupting. You're all good, man. Um, I was just, uh, that's just kind of where it's like, uh, you discover, Oh, there's this other channel. Oh, there's this other channel. Oh, there's this other show. And all, all of a sudden, like you, you realize there's like a whole, like there's something going on every day of the week, you know? Like, there's just content all the time, live, you can hear live. And I think it's been maybe, I don't know, four years or something, but I've just been exclusively live for a while now. And, you know, if I miss stuff live, then I just, like, I missed it live because there's something else live going on, you know? It's it's yeah. it's wild. Oh, I absolutely uh, know that feeling now, now that I'm getting sucked into everything. Um and what just what I love about it is, like you said earlier, where this is now my entertainment. You know, it's now my Netflix. Yep. Um, and to to have that pride in, in being a part of of um, cre- creating something, as we are so the creatives and the creators of uh, of culture. You know, and no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, <laughs> but it feels good to be a part of that community, um, even if you think like uh, no one gives a fuck about what I think, and. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe a lot of people don't give a fuck about what yeah. you think. But yeah, there's going to be some people that do. And, you know, you're making, you're helping that person. Um, you're giving them something to listen to right? yep. and something to interact with. Well, I think and, that's the beauty okay. of the value for value in this kind of smaller scale thing. It's like, a, it's more intimate when you're not, you're not chasing download numbers and you're not just trying to grow for the sake of growth. So you don't, you don't have to do clickbaity bullshit. You can do things, yeah. you can talk about what you actually care about and you can actually just put thoughts into what's valuable, what's a valuable use of our time and the listener's time, the producer's time. And, um, you know, what do people really, 
enjoy, and then you can not, you know, you don't have to worry about, oh, nobody will download me because if I talk about this or talk about that, like, that's perfect. You don't, that's not part of our audience, you know? If there's somebody who is, like, not down with weed, like, at the base level, who are just, like, turned off because they're like, oh, this is a stoner podcast. Fuck yeah. Don't listen to us. <laughs> that's great. You know, like, you're just going to get upset. Yeah. We don't need hate listens, dude, and we don't need controversy, and we don't need all of these other things that, like, the the clickbait download chasers need, you know? And that, that's, like, the same, like, where I'm, where I'm not named the same thing on anything, too. It's like, look, if, if yeah. they're the real ones, they'll either figure it out or they'll ask you and be like, hey, what's your this on that? And then you can tell them. But, like, you don't need this consistent, fluid brand that's what that's one of the things I love about it is like the group is small, super small. Um, but what we're really saying is uh, you guys should listen to podcasts. Podcasts, man. <laughs> do you think this podcast? Yeah, do you think this podcast people are sold on a, on a podcast? It's a great way to get people to listen to podcasts <laughs> right. is you sit down and do a podcast, right? Yeah, it's about podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Before you know it, I'm sure my dad thinks I'm just a lunatic because that's all that I have on is a podcast. You know. Yeah, but it's better than sitting in front of a boob tube all day. <laughs> it's like, he's oh, like, man. Oh, man, it's March Madness. And I'm like, yeah, but the show is on. And now. I can get shit done while I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah, that is what's great about it, too. They'll do in the lawn. Like, I do laundry. I do stuff around the yard. I've always got yep. the AirPods in. I'm always listening. And I have a FOMO when I'm listening to something good and live. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like and I'm doing work, and I'm like, man, I wonder if somebody's saying some hilarious shit in the, in the troll room. I love that. Like, man, the troll room is my favorite part of the community by far. It's a great spot, yeah. man. It's a great spot to be. I love the bands in general, man, because I'm just like a, I don't know, I've always been like on a merry prankster level of it, where it's like, I will definitely poke the bear and fuck with you, but it's not, you know... I'm not trying to be like malicious or like an asshole. I'll, but again, it goes back to that like different perspectives and people taking things like not how you're laying them down or maybe they're too serious or maybe they're just trapped in something else or whatever. But I don't know. I'm just kind of like... Uh, Dude, I I called uh, cold acid. I never talked to cold acid in my life, but I've <laughs> seen him around enough. Yeah. I, I said, this guy's Jordan Peterson, just like as a joke, <laughs> right? As a joke. And uh, it was just like understood that like, yeah, you didn't, you're not being a dickhead. You're just being funny or trying to be funny at least. Uh, And it was just nice. It was just funny. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. It's good stuff. It's great when uh, you get under Adam's skin and get kicked the fuck out of the troll room. It's like. uh, Oh, that's John's specialty. It's just. John John, uh, do. Nice. Has he he got the boot several times? That's pretty funny. Yeah. Making fun of Adam for uh, when he talks about (laughs) black people. Oh, <laughs> but, man. Yeah, one one black friend type thing just it's pretty funny uh, uh yeah <laughs> yeah there's like uh i guess low-hanging fruit <laughs> that you can get uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Under, under adam's skin about oh uh, well so what's funny is you know he obviously was pissed off in the moment kicked him off and then he's like yeah i was it was laughed about it later but yeah, that's how the troll room stuff always is. It's like, yeah. uh, hey, fuck you. And then, you know, you're kicked. But what does that mean? You're kicked. It means you have to, like, log back in. <laughs> like, exactly. You know. Um, uh, troll yeah. Bimro's too hard to get perma banned. I think that Harry Hamster's back, though, right? I, I th- right? I thought, he, I thought I saw him back. He did his time. He did his time, man. 
I, he is back. I've seen I've seen a hairy hamster out on the stream. Yeah, uh, quite a few times. But hey, man, man you, you do the crime, you do the time. That's all I'm That's saying, right. man. I'm not <laughs> the fucking right. warden of this place. Get kicked out. So how are you guys uh, uh, getting to the IRC? Do you guys have a server on your network, or are you guys doing Kiwi? We, uh, I frequently use Kiwi. Yeah, uh, I'm a Kiwi. I'd like bitch. a better solution, but it's another apple in my basket. You know what I'm saying? Um, I gotcha. I would like, uh, because eventually I'm going to do a redesign of the website, which is just, it's been uh, very frustrating, let's say, for a number of years, because it's a WordPress site. And WordPress, it's like, okay, it works, but it's like, it works on its terms, and it's going to look like how it wants to look, and pagination is not going to fucking work right, and all of this other shit. Like, I don't know how to write PHP, uh, not because I can't, but just because I got all the other shit. Page press. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Fuck work WordPress. The whole reason I even learned like um web development and what went and bit off the bullet and um took that uh course that I took is strictly like because I wanted to get the fuck away from WordPress, you know? And I still haven't uh Here we I still are. haven't redesigned the goddamn thing because of, you know, apples, bro. Look at all these fucking apples. Yeah, yeah. Um I just drinking, have a I'm drinking some right now. These apples. <laughs> apple cider. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Um, did you you have familiar with like Docker and that kind of stuff? I've I've messed with a couple of things on Docker, and yeah. you know the the Umbral, That's more uh, Lorian's uh, gig, but it it runs a lot of stuff on Docker. Everything that it runs is Dockerized. Yeah, that's that's what I have the IRC running through. What's Umbral? Umbral is... That's my node. Her lightning node. Oh, cool. Umbral is a super popular one, and then I run a Raspy Blitz, which is a different node operating system, essentially. Start9 is one that people are talking a lot about. In fact, uh, Survival Podcast, uh, I think Jack runs a Start9 embassy. Uh, is the, lots of options. Is the easiest way um, Raspberry Pi or just like Linux server or anything uh, to, for a node? So really, ideally, you got to have like a, I don't know, whatever your machine's going to be. Uh, I know that a lot of the, a lot of the old heads recommend, fuck it, just put it on an old laptop. I like it being a Pi. I like it being a dedicated machine. Uh, I agree. It's not super high powered, no, but um, it's its own thing, you know, and it's right over there. Uh, everybody's saying they're like hard to find, hard to get, uh, all expensive. I really don't know. I just always buy can of kits, and I haven't had a problem. And they're oh, were they? Yeah, they're so a decent, single board. Decently reasonable, you know. A, a single board is like a hundred and twenty bucks now. Is it? They're hard to get. Wow. Yeah, you can get them on Amazon, or you can get the can of kit, but that's like two hundred bucks now. No fucking way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Pi four kits. Let's just go this with is a great. basic Pi four starter. Pi four starter kit, thirty two gig, ninety nine ninety five. Pre order really? ships May thirtieth. Yeah, yeah, right now. Is that the canna kit or the? It's the canna. That's the canna. It comes with. It's got the single board. It's got power. It's got heat sinks. It's got the thirty two gig SD. It's got a fan. Like uh, you don't need a fucking monitor. You can run it headless. It comes with that heat sink case. I mean, shit, man. I don't know I what people made are... it even easier to run headless nowadays too. They do, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's like uh, well, cool. that's all you need. Um, 
I guess uh, you probably don't want the one gig, so that's like extreme low. Um, I think four gigs is my min. Four gig and eight gig are 120 and 140, but uh, oh fuck, they are sold out, those two. There you go. Hard to get. Sold out. Uh, that's that's what I've got. Um, but 140 for all that them. shit is like still a, a reasonable number. Yeah, yeah. So it's, maybe that's the deal. Maybe it's like the people that still do have them are charging closer to 200 bucks. See Brooklyn saying mm. 200 for Pi 4, 8 gigabyte. They're gold. My neighbor is actually um, like an authority on YouTube um, on Raspberry Pis. And like that, that's his, um, I guess his micro market is Raspberry Pi projects. Um, Jeff Gearling is his name. Really interesting. Guy's absolutely passionate about uh, Raspberry Pi, cluster computing, all that stuff. It's stuff that um, really goes. It brushes my hair, let's say that much. You ever <laughs> mess with any other single boards like uh, Arduino or anything uh anything else? No. No, it's it's uh, it was my more of my brothers doing. I, I do love the physical aspect. Like I wanted to get into kind of web hooks and uh, home automation. Sure. I just haven't looked into it. Yeah, I um, I just um I always for years I looked at Raspberry Pis and I was like, "Oh, this is so cool. I want to do it." But it wasn't until the podcasting 2.0 stuff started off and like getting noted up you know then i was like oh i guess this is what you got to do and i guess fuck i must have got in at just the right time man oh absolutely See, look at me i'm such a fucking bastard i'm like what, what? <laughs> it's not hard i did it a year ago <laughs> uh no it, so i lauren i saw that you were learning python yeah uh, i've read a chapter in a book <laughs> <laughs> well you know it takes time you got to do it yeah. yeah um you gotta do it uh but it's super once you get to googling once you understand just like that general syntax that exists um your programs you want to write are like three google searches away well Hell it, yeah. i'm not gonna lie you're gonna have like 40 tabs open and like why doesn't this <laughs> fucking thing specifically work for me oh boy <laughs> oh you're using this wrong package but you you'll get through that and you'll understand the path to get through that. So it's not hard, but I think you would absolutely going to love to do it. Um, yeah, I think so too. It's a step in the right direction I'm taking, you know? It's, <laughs> Agreed. It, it's like my umbral. It, it took me a while to get on board, despite being a co-host on Bowl After Bowl, which is the podcast that makes you really want to build a node. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got Spence holding my hand through this. I got to do another chapter of this book. <laughs> Yeah, man, more, it's going to get uh, more interesting because we're going to get to branching and looping. I, what I should do is, you see, I always think Loops. of like Abelcraft. Oh, I need a deadline to get stuff done. I should have a, a podcast where I'm working through this book talking to myself or some shit. But really, I should just do a little update on bowl after bowl. And then everyone should just give Laura, me shit if I don't come with my chapter Laura, two update or Lauren's whatever. coding corner. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, That's girls girls who code, it's hot oh, right now, boy. man. It's hot. Agreed. Agreed. I think <laughs> Elisa's like, I don't code. I just <laughs> like I, I just really do want to automate the boring shit. You know? There's a lot of shit I'm sick of doing. Time right, consuming. I can save time. There's so many cool things that people have written packages for too. Like like, oh no one has ever been in this exact situation. <laughs> nope. <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Only fucking two thousand people uh, about eight years ago. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was the crazy thing, too, is just, like, once I opened my eyes, I was like, oh, wow, people have already done the work for a lot of the stuff I need to do. Okay. Oh, now yeah. Now I can just that, implement these codes. Cool. 
I'm I don't think I've ever run into a problem that wasn't like modify this code that you found within um what is it called? Oh, Stack Overflow. Oh yeah, Stack <laughs> Overflow. <laughs> Stack Overflow. Yeah, but it's it's keeping fun. people it's employed on Stack actually, Overflow. Exactly. <laughs> that that's true. I mean, I I can only imagine that even professionals are, are quoting that shit left and right. Um, oh yeah, man. So, I mean, if Stack Overflow goes down, like entire IT departments just take fucking <laughs> lunch, dude. It's like, well, you're teaching the IT departments of the future, Spence. I know it's <laughs> uh, it's okay. We live in a fucking wild world. Let's just put it that way, man. Like, what can I say? That's the thing. What that's what say, that's man? when you get older. You're like, when I hit this age, I'll have it all figured out, uh-huh. and then. When you come to the realization to no one ever has it figured out, you're like, oh, geez. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. just playing, making it till they faking it till they make it. Yeah. Sometimes Pretty it's like crazy. Uh, just a whole lifetime of faking it, man. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's great resources. It, I actually bought my nephew's uh, Raspberry Pis for Christmas, and they were like eight or nine or 10, and my mom bought them a tablet. Oh, oh. Man. I was like, oh, what the hell? Dang it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just shot creativity in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You made my nephews another brick in the wall. It's like, oh, the kids are so uh, technologically oriented. Like, not with this tab. Yeah. You're just poking Why? things on a screen. That's not like, that doesn't teach you fucking anything. It doesn't teach you nothing. I, I really have been looking at those, uh, those pies that are all built into that keyboard. It's like the Pi 400 or some shit. Yeah, I can't Raspberry Pi 400. Um, that's what I got my uh, my niece. Nice. She's, she's like 14. I think that no. would be a cool move. Oh, she'd cringe. She's like 16. She's one of the she's one of the case studies for the millennial media offensive. Oh yeah, like, nice. these kids are weird. <laughs> Let's learn about them. <laughs> we love it. You keep it weird. You got to keep it weird, man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because otherwise, um, yeah. So. You guys are have always been in uh, Missouri. No, no, not me. Oh, not this, this one over has. here. I have always lived in Missouri for my whole life, but uh, this one's a transplant. Yeah, I was born in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yep, same area code as Cotton Gin. Oh, nice. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. What uh? Then what I, prompted? I came oh, out sorry. here for college. <laughs> Yeah, the greatest <laughs> journalism school on earth. The first, the best. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, fuck this. I don't think I want to be a journalist because everyone is just telling me what I'm supposed to say. And I just can't help but say fuck you to them. So, but I uh, yeah. I made it through. I got the paper. It was stupid. But are, are you talking about, uh, Lisa's hitting me on the arm. She's asking, are you talking about Mizzou? I am. Yeah, she is. And there were uh, blessings abound because that's, of course, where I met Sir Spencer. So... It was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it, yeah. That's uh, that's where Elise went as well. Oh, nice. So nice. You guys might have crossed paths. Yeah, we probably did. Good old Mizzou. <laughs> I just fell in love with Mizzou. I, it's so weird. I toured college campuses in a bunch of different states. Like, ASU was my second choice, but I was like, eh, I don't really feel Phoenix weather and stuff. Mizzou just felt like home to me. I was like, this is it. I love this place. I didn't know shit about Missouri or anything, but I was like, I really want to be here. And then Good I was people. like, wow, college is a waste of fucking money, but oh well. 
Yeah, I, I'm biased towards Midwestern uh, individuals, but I think that is um, a huge appeal um, to people. From, I have a lot of friends from the East Coast, and they're always just like, when they come and visit, they're always just so amazed at, at how people interact in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. People are nice. Things are cheaper. I can buy cigarettes for under $10. You know, booze is cheaper. Gas yeah. is cheaper. It's yeah. awesome. People wave to you and ask you how you're doing and shit. You, you don't know? have to exactly. get a, a license to build a chicken coop in your backyard. Like, it's crazy. The freedom out here. I like fresh air, motherfucker. So I'm here to stay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Amen. But also, Amen, you know, I told my grandparents uh, once I was out here, because they're like, so when are you coming home? You know, you looking at houses up here? And I was like, hell no, I can't afford to move back. I am priced out of the East Coast now that I'm out here. Yeah. And it's, you That's, know, kind of true, kind of false. But our spot is five, fi- it was five figures Yeah, when we got in here, so... And it's not like a, it's not like a dump. I mean, it's no mansion. It's a house with a it's, yard. It's a regular. This, yeah. It's like, in, it's like the house I grew up in, in the, in the burbs kind of like, as far as the layout, just like a split I mean, level three bedroom, you know? Yeah. That's what, um, we're kind of in a similar situation, um, here in St. Louis too. And it's just like, what is the, why, what is the harm in like affordable living? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think this is a great place to live. You know, people can say, uh, Gene Natuliev never wastes an opportunity to say uh, St. Louis is a fucking shithole, <laughs> which I I got you, man, for some aspects and some parts. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know, it's like it's just a nice place to reside. Yeah, I like the people. The, love the people. The chunk of the country in general. It's just I love Missouri too. I mean, just as a state and as the a rockiness. Place- it's like you got everything. Yeah, it's got all the what, geographies. What spot of the, you know, we've got everything but tundra here. There are deserty spots. There are swamps. Swamps. There are fucking Some prairies. You know, you don't have like uh, fucking teeners or anything, but you got mountainous regions in the uh, in the Ozarks. You got all kinds of shit. Everyone says ocean. Ugh. Yeah, no ocean, but we got the lake. So <laughs> there's it's lake cool. in the big ass mighty Missouri. Yeah, the uh, mighty, the mighty Missouri. Yeah, that's uh, you know what? That's that's definitely an attraction. Its wonderful brown color is so welcoming <laughs> when you see it. Oh, river! Like I want part. some of that. <laughs> I hope that's going into my pipes. <laughs> the old river rats, man. This is some of the greatest. Um, we used to go down uh, in Columbia. Those are some of the best times spent in Columbia. Yeah. Was uh, down at the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the venue Co- name. Cooper's Landing. Cooper's Landing. Yeah fucking fun yeah sounds sounds like it have you guys ever done like uh float trips i actually you're cursed i have a float curse yeah oh yeah i don't know what we were so close to doing one together and i don't know who was putting it on was it a burn like a burn yeah it was like a regional burn uh they were promoting radical inclusivity and we're like okay whatever cool so we show up we had our dogs with us just three little dogs they're like, hey, sorry, no dogs. You guys can't come. That's not very radical, man. I was like, radical, that's not very man. inclusive or radical. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that that, that is... Uh, I don't know if the title was Radical Inclusivity, um, if that is something that would draw me out of the house, you know? That's Yeah, though, that's like one of the tenants, you know? But yeah, it turns yeah. out that they're full of shit, actually. Yeah. 100%. It's not radical inclusivity because uh, there's a whole list of people they exclude. 
plus I think if that has to be your uh, your name, you know, it's like uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's the uh, unappealing a, part. There was a discussion about it, and it's like, well, you can't just include rapists, and I'm like, <sighs> you know, and not calling us rapists, but just giving an example of how like there are exceptions to radical inclusivity, and I'm like, well, yeah, I agree, you shouldn't include rapists, but. If you're going to exclude rapists, then you don't have radical inclusivity. Yep. And you're not We're a fucking all... radical. So stop Only using rapists that word. and dog owners. <laughs> that's, that's who we're cutting it everyone off Everyone else at. is cool. Just, if you're a rapist or if you have a dog, then you're not allowed. But you're everyone done. else is cool. You're done. I mean, call it, call it semi-radical ex- inclusivity. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It's like, uh, as long as... As long as you change your profile picture to blue and uh, yellow f- stripes, then then you're, you're included radically. Oh my gosh! That, more and more of those Amazon uh, two day deliveries are showing up around the neighborhood. Oh yeah, it's pretty funny. Every time I see one, I just uh, you got a, like a Ukraine out front uh, on the porch with like all the folds still in it. <laughs> I call that Mots. Every time I see it, Mots. Yeah, mark of the sheep. Oh, nice. Mm. <laughs> there you have it. Ba-ba, motherfucker. Also, applesauce. Yeah. We still um, see uh, people... It's it's rare nowadays, but there's still people driving around alone in a car with the windows rolled up with a mask on. Yeah. Still, yeah wh- it still happens. What's, uh, what's like, the rate when you go into, like, a grocery store or a restaurant or something it's like so that? It's so low nowadays. It's yeah. so low. I'd say 10%. Yeah. If I'm putting a percentage on it. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. 10%. It's mostly unmasked. Smiling faces. It's so weird, too. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen everyone in a party masked. Like, most of the time you'll see a mask, and it'll be, like, a family of four, but, like, the six-year-old is wearing a mask, or seven, you know, six- or seven-year-old's wearing a mask. Like, the kid that's at elementary school, and it's like, no, I'm wearing it because whatever, because it's school that, They trained me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone else is like, I know, okay, that shit makes me so or whatever. Sad. Or uh, you'll see like grandma wear the mask, but nobody else is wearing it, or like stuff like that. But I mean, that's yep. where it's totally like goofy sauce. I think is like there's still people clinging on, but they're like yeah. they're now like the only ones, you know. Even within I, their own group, they're traveling with like, yeah. <laughs> come on, you know. The uh, the greatest thing is you know the I'm I'm listening to the CDC you know I'm following CDC oh, recommendations sure. and then it's like the CDC's like no longer necessary they're like it's too soon we can we can no longer follow the science we need to take this into our own hands what the fuck the Republicans I... have infiltrated <laughs> <laughs> no what the fuck I hate the CDC now yeah it's uh it's it is 1984 um and it's but from a comical lens, and that's what I love about this yeah. this yeah. community is we're watching the active uh, deterioration of the society that uh, we were all a part of at one point. Um, since we've now taken our spaceships to uh, this parallel society that we're living in, which <laughs> where we look back and say, "Wow, glad we fucking left that shitty." No doubt, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I can't think of any kind of fucking benefits anymore of like the whole society thing like you know as, as as far as being like a mainstream good boy participant in it like what do you oh, get absolutely. out of that nothing you just get abused that's all you get and you know you get abused either way so it's oh, like 100%. oh well you leave and you'll get abused it's like well you stay get abused you're all you're abused either way 
but you fuckers will forget about me and leave me alone more if I just stay over here in my weird little corner of the world. You got to serve somebody. To quote uh, the late Bob Dylan. Wait, he's still alive. Oh. <laughs> Wishful <laughs> thinking. Uh, wow, okay. Well, welcome to my dead list. <laughs> this guy really hates Bob Dylan, man. I don't mind Bob Dylan. Uh, I mean, I saw him live a few years ago. That guy has throat cancer, seemingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I love uh, for a gag to put his Christmas album on every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that bad boy out. What is this? Uh, <laughs> must the be death fields. The death fields of Vietnam. What is this? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. It's uh, it's bad. It's bad. Fantastic. Uh, we're actually we're seeing Elton John on uh, Thursday. Oh actually. yeah, that guy's making the rounds. I think yeah, uh, yeah Booberry was... was just at the Elton John show up there. Yeah, yeah. I'm we're super stoked. I'm gonna get whatever whatever flamboyant clothes I have. I'm gonna put them on. You got like it's a, gonna be a good time. You got like a boa, dude. I have a bolo tie. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock the bolo. Bolo. Bolo For life, sure. man. I never. Uh, I think I had one bolo tie. At one point, and I don't know where the hell if I still even have it, but that's a good that's a good move. That's a good look. Yeah. Bolos. I agree. Good. I like I seeing agree. bolos in the wild. I don't really think of a bolo tie as flamboyant though. I think of it as well like, when you like wear it over like a pink silk shirt. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. That's <laughs> that a more be flamboyant. Pretty flamboyant, you know. It all it really depends on on what's surrounding the bola. I just think of it as like uh, kind of like a southern halfway man jewelry kind of. I agree with that. Oh, speaking of Southern halfway man jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) My Uncle Bob is nuts. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Uh, um, He is this guy. He lives in like Pennington Gap, Virginia. For those of you that are listening, I'm dropping this into uh, the IRC right now. This is his blog. This guy is like a flower child of the 60s, man. He uh, was at Woodstock. He's done more acid than anyone I've ever known. Um and he was a nudist for the most majority of his life. Nice. Yeah. I like how there's just titties on the homepage. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sick. He is uh he's like this kind of creepy uncle where you're like what what or not creepy uncle. That's what he, that's what your parents portray him like. Oh, stay away from this guy and then you get older and you're like, "Wow. No wait, he's actually dope." And this is this is a guy we used to drive to see for like 12 hours um and listen to Twit with John C. Dvorak. And that's where the the love the love started. But some of his images are so bizarre. He's just this guy who has not perfected um, uh, Photoshop, but wants to express to you ideas through Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a wonderful nice. experience. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, good old Uncle Bob. He oh jeez, you guys would love him. God bless I think Uncle he, Bob. He is. He would love you guys. Actually, I don't know why I haven't I haven't told him anything about podcast world i should he'd probably be like don't you want to see me naked <laughs> yeah he would he would <laughs> Dude. she wasn't wearing anything oh man he has a uh and i he told me this that when he was young he got a uh, heart tattooed onto his penis <laughs> nice so he could always have a heart on oh my oh. god <laughs> yeah yeah that's dedication. That's what I said. So but hard. So hard right now. So hard. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hearty, a hearty decision. 
my god. Good stuff, man. No, yeah. I love uh love the old flower children peoples, man. They're some of my favorites. They're they're uh they're some of the best. When uh, when COVID nineteen so I work for a company that um builds and develops senior living facilities. And when COVID nineteen or was breaking out uh in March of like twenty twenty, I went to go uh volunteer um at one of our communities in uh Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it was Ann Arbor. And uh, the stories these people would tell me. It was uh, anything from smuggling Mexican feminine products across the border to uh, being on the front lines of very famous historical events that they were not there for. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. And the dementia that they had, um, and you know, it was really humanizing stuff. Like having to tell a, or remind a guy every day that the reason he can't find his wife is because she's been dead. For so many years, you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, terrible stuff. Um, but you realize it's just life is so short, and um, you want to make the most of it before you're either dead or uh, don't know the difference, you know? No doubt. Bringing it down a notch. <laughs> wow. No wonder our stream died. Hey! Oh, <laughs> audience loves it. Do Woo, some death. more uh, yeah, okay, sad, here we dead go. people stuff. <laughs> Um, so my grandma died when I was not. No, <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, eight oh eight from Servo come in. Um, oh yeah, thanks Servo. Kind of a, toward the top of the hour, eleven uh, eleven from NetNet in bed listening. Got the chills. Negative four coof though. Well, that's good. I thought it was something we said that gave you the chills. Oh, and then he comes in again, eleven eleven, uh, laying in bed listening. Got the chills, but negative four coof. Um, so I I do want to make a note about Fountain and its behavior which is, uh, I've been burned in this way before. The fountain payment uh, is split up onto everybody who is in the split, and then it sends all these separate payments to all those people. And sometimes one of those people, their node will be off, or maybe their channel liquidity is run out, or whatever. It fails. One of the fails. Well, if any single split fails, in fountain they just say, uh, payment failed, check wallet for details. And then you can check the wallet and you can see, I think what's been failing lately is the boost bot, uh, has been failing. I think that's the, the culprit in this case, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Hmm. But, uh, we did get both boosts from you, NetNed. So thank you. Thanks, NetNed. We love you. And also thank you. Yeah. Thanks, NetNed. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> double boost, double thanks. Double love. Oh, yeah, that, man. that's the fun. Uh, I I would like to get all that stuff set up as well. It's a cool whole beast about it, and um, I know a lot of podcasters just totally don't even get it. And I don't know that that's like it's amusing to me. I was reading over the uh, results of Podlands like report card or whatever. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't know. There's like so many people that just you can tell they don't get the crypto thing and the Bitcoin thing, like. Oh, it's too big a focus. Oh, crypto's burning the earth. Oh, this, this, this. It's like, dude, you guys just don't get it. Like, you don't understand what's going on. Crypto's bad for the environment. That is uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> They're like, I should just focus elsewhere. And it's like, well, that's the beauty. First of all, that's the beauty of open source and RSS in general and podcasting 2.0 specifically. You can focus wherever the fuck you want to focus. You can include any of the tags you want. You can leave out mm -hmm. 
any of the tags you want. It's fantastic. A lot of like the ETH people and other altcoin people bitch about, oh, it can't send this or that. Like, if you don't build it, then no, it doesn't. Like, but someone could come along and build whatever coin they want to throw around. They could build that too. And then podcasters could support that too, just like was done on Lightning. But people would rather just bitch about how it doesn't do this, you know? Well, I think... I think a lot of the people, um, if you look at it from outside of uh, like a dev perspective, they're like waiting for when is that finished product that you know that one stop right wham bam thank you ma'am gonna come in, and because I think that's the absolute mindset of the vast majority of of people in the world. So it's like you know I understand like you and I see the see that this issue on the same same level of it's a do it yourself and it feels good to learn and and be a part of it. But I just think people way more prefer the convenience over it uh, as as a whole of society, and so I think that's um, where I this project might see see some like resistance to growth. If you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's all like uh, you know, if you don't get it, <laughs> C Dubs posted the famous Nakamoto quote in there. If you don't understand, I don't have time to explain it to you. Basically, like. If you don't get it, it's wild. I had to hit that own. I had to hit that point myself with just our little community, because yeah. I got in as soon as I heard about it. Just dove in like a fucking madman, and then I'm like spending time and energy trying to convince other people why they should. And it didn't take long. It was only like three weeks of trying to do that. Where I was like, "Dude, wait, I'm, this is fucking dumb. I don't want to be. I want to be like." telling people why they should do it when they're like nervous about it like fuck just like give them time you know i gotta i got so much shit to build on it anyway like i've got to learn all this myself like absolutely i don't have time to convince plus if i convince you and you trust me and then you get in and then like you have a different experience than the experience i had then it becomes my fault like no thank you i think that's like the the reason why certain things do or do not get funded um where it's like the mindset that you have and this community has and that I have is, is it's not about growing. Uh, you know, it's, it's completely divorced with the capitalistic concept 100%. Yeah. And it's more of that community base. What can we build together? Which in sense, you know, takes on sort of this, um, <laughs> not like socialistic, but, uh, you know, this weird, this weird thing of, of community, which is not that weird, but it's it's people that are choosing to be together. Uh, it's really it's really you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like a spiritual well, it's like, involvement. It's like uh, the whole communism concept. Like communism doesn't work on a global scale, but communism can work for certain people on a certain commune. Like on a small yeah, in a small enough group, one hundred percent. And uh, is the whole commune sustainable? I mean. I'm sure there are some that have been. Fuck if I know, you know what I mean? But the community at large, the larger thing, that's the thing that we're decentralizing. That's the thing where we don't have to have one property where it's like the community is based on this one spot of physical land or it's based on anything like that. Like this is uh, something that's just like, I don't know. It's, It's more collaborative in that way. But it's also not limited. Yeah, I'm I not mean, trying to say we're a bunch of commies, by the way. <laughs> See, that's, I'm, I, I'm not trying to have Farmer Todd come over and slap me. That's yeah, not what no, I'm talking about. Exactly, exactly. 
you know, it is a free market because we choose to be a part of this community. Right. Um, but it's and, and there's different involvements. Like you're far more involved in in the actual development of the tools that uh, we'll likely use for years to come. Um, and I'm far more involved in uh, like my main reason of being here is just building building connections with people. I love being able to build a group where I know I can get. Uh, accurate and reliable source of information and I don't have to question the source. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's uh that's what I love. It makes me it's a little sense of arrogance when I'm like, oh yeah, is that what Anderson Pooper told you? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you enjoy having that logic and and that reasoning. Yes. Absolutely. My TV said that uh... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's the absolute lack of critical thinking. It's astonishing. Yeah, and well, that's then that's exactly it, um, and so I think it's it's people are are starting to wake up to that effect. At least it feels like that. I don't know if it's just the community we're involved in. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's larger than that because I don't know. I I feel the same thing when I go to the Bitcoin meetups too, and I feel the same thing when uh, there's these uh, communities that are they don't even realize it yet, but they're like coalescing. They're like lava lamping together, and um, I mean, it's it's us against these fucking global elite dipshits that, you know, want us enslaved forever and to extract our wealth and our resources forever and ever and ever. So, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like... I, I'm a believer in, the, in like, the matrix theory, um, but not in the sense that our physical bodies are being extracted by computers, um, but in the fact that, you know, our physical time and our labor and, and everything that people used to value about life is being sucked up yeah. uh, through this machine, the straw. And it, it's funny because it, that sounds very similar to people that are like, fuck capitalism. You know what I mean? Right. But it, and it's a completely different um, take from which I'm saying that it's um, we don't, we can still hold this belief that, um, you know, that's, this is crony capitalism, melding with with our our current state of politics the two-party system designed only to keep us uh, divided to keep us from actually making real changes right and um and so it's like yeah in a lot of ways our struggles and our and what we want out of life are the exact same unfortunately the the causes of the problems that we so see and feel um are shifted based on what team decided to put their sweater on us you know what i mean yep yeah, without a doubt, man. Without Fuck corporatism. Doubt. Just tribal beings, man. Like uh, rooting for a local team. That's right. You uh, you been to a No Agenda meetup yet? I have not. No, no, I have not. I've never been to a No Agenda meetup. Um, I have never started a No Agenda meetup. Um, and it's absolutely time, dude. You should do. You should do the St. Louis ones. I never hear of St. Louis ones. Every now and then, I see one pop up, and I think about I'm going to go, and then you know. After work, you take your pants off, and you're like, I'm not going to put pants on again, that kind of thing. Putting pants on is definitely overrated, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. Uh, but now, like, so now I'm having, amped up to the point where I'm absolutely going to go. Just make a make a no pants meetup. I'm for it. I bet hey, you come on. <laughs> come on over. No belts allowed. Bet you could do it. I'm sure the people that show up to that one are going to be awesome. <laughs> Zune is in STL? Where's Zune at? I thought he was, like, uh, Ozark area. I'm not sure. I do not Some know. Oma in the chat asks where Zune. A1 Sauce. Uh, you, you see that guy around on uh, the socials? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lover um, of Geek Squared. I know it's, uh, I know he's a Missouri boy. I thought he was Ozark based, but it could be 
East That's side. A, I know Pfeiffer is down in, um, I'm not going to dead locate him, but he's uh, down where the Bass Pro Shop headquarters is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good people. This yeah. the awesome part about Missouri. Uh, I think that it came up one time where they were like, how many like Missouri meetups do you need? Yep. But it's like, dude, there could be eight fucking meetups uh, in the same day in Missouri, and you can't, you can only go to one, you know, because they're all so spread out. Like, yeah, I remember when that happened. There were at least four. Yeah, so it was like there was a Poplar Bluffs meetup. How mm-hmm. long ago was this? Uh, probably a year. Yeah, because I I remember that as well. Um, seeing the meetups, and yeah. this was before I got super involved and sucked into the community. Um, it it all I don't know. It was just like I got more involved when um. One of my friends that I felt like I could tell my uh, crackpot theories to uh, <laughs> moved away. And then I'm like, oh, my God, now I just have to have these things bouncing around in my head. Um, and that's really what the the podcast is now about. <laughs> it's about getting those out so other people can hear them. And maybe they think I'm nuts. But uh, Oh, we're, but, de- we're definitely nuts. But it's like oh, a good 100%. kind of nuts. It's a good kind of nuts. The first, um, I guess the first guy we ever really met outside of doing the meetup specifically was Fletcher when we went down and uh, saw him in Texas. It's been, I guess, mm-hmm. a, a, two years, a year, year and a half now ago. And like half of our time together was just saying ISOs to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like you New would expect. You know, like you would expect. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, dude. This and is then like, inventing I, a new one. Stick. Yeah, stick was born <laughs> out there, bro. I mean, the word slave is, uh, like a permanent part of my vocabulary um, for multiple reasons, but because it's so accepted in the community and because it's like such a shock to everyone that's not heard right. it. So it's just so funny because people are like, you can't say that. I'm like, why? It's the normie prefer. <laughs> exactly. Shut up, Drave. I love that. I love that. Uh, yep, the kids are ruined for sure. Yeah, born <laughs> listening to No Agenda. It's true, yeah. They're going to be tight as shit. People are going to be like, hey, join the Young Republicans. They're going to be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's You're trying to funny. fuck with us. <laughs> that's exactly. Thank you, John C. Chauncey. Chauncey. Yeah, um, no doubt, man. Oh, man. I, I've completely lost what, my train of thought again. Is, I, I wanted to ask, are you originally from Missouri? No. No, I'm not. Um, and I'm glad you pointed it out because I wanted to say, every time you guys are like, us, you know, us Missourians got to stick together. Yeah, I feel false about it. I'm actually, I'm from Wisconsin originally. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, came down here for college. Went to um, went to school in St. Louis and uh, graduated. Met a girl and stayed. Lost that girl. Met another girl. Lost that girl. At least is like fucking jabbing me now. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> Um, oh this is God. the one. That's this is the funny. one. Yeah, the keeper. She's yeah. She's the keeper. Uh, yeah, Karma King. I went to Slew. Slew. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't a server. I didn't let those uh, those collar boys anywhere near near me or my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother, indeed, that's fellow funny. Catholic. Well, that's all you have to do is to stay after college, and you're a Missourian. Yep. Like it's not. Uh, not that deep. I mean, I was born on the north banks of the Missouri, the mighty Missouri. But you stay. I mean, Lorian's a Missourian now. And yeah, I, if you ever are in doubt, just go back home and uh, think about moving back home. Yeah. 
And uh, uh, if you think, I don't think so, then you know you're a Missourian. That's all it takes. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's basically, feels like home to me. It's like, uh, for me, I was a college kid and I was all hardcore. And like, I got a Mizzou tattoo on my titty like the first <laughs> week I lived <laughs> in Columbia. I got a free tattoo. They had the coupons, you know? Yeah, they had a coupon for a free tattoo. So I got Fucking one. fire. <laughs> I got one. Still on me right there. And uh, I was very much a college kid, college kid. But most of my friends went back home for the summer break that for after the freshman year that first summer and I stayed, I had a job at Taco Bell in town. And so I stayed and sublet an apartment and, uh, just lived in Columbia. And then in the fall, cause in the summer, dude, that town empties the fuck out. There's like, yeah, I mean, it's the awesome. Student body. Of I, I'm agreeing for like, Elise here. She's nodding. Yeah. It's like 60, 70 K or something like that. It's like a shit load of students. I don't know exactly yeah. what it is. I probably should look the number up. I'm talking out of my ass. But it's a fucking lot. It's like uh, half the town's population is just because of the college kids. And when they leave, it's so nice. And everything, you're first in line everywhere. No traffic. It's just fucking cool. And then fall starts up and classes start up. And I was like, fuck these students. And I was like, just hated <laughs> students. And then I was like, oh fuck, wait, I'm a student. Too. I am one of them. Yep. And I was like, damn, this summer I became a townie. That all- is so fun. My coworker goes to, goes to Mizzou and he, or went to Mizzou and he calls everyone their townies all the time. Dude, it is a townie town, man. Yeah. It is a townie town. There's sometimes I miss it, but most often I don't, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Oh, uh, things just got too. This weird brings at me back times, to that but. story about Jimi Hendrix's bandmate who, oh, like, yeah. broke down at, in Columbia and then never left. He, yeah, like, I, bad I, trip broke down. I had a roommate who's like, I think like a studio or a session drummer for Jimmy, and uh, at some point, I don't know, like he quit the band, he left, he went to back east, and then he was going back out to Washington. He was like gonna get back uh, with the band and stuff. And in Columbia, his car broke down. Oh. And then, like, that was, you know, in the in the late 60s. And, like, my roommate interviews the guy, like, in the late aughts. The guy's still there. <laughs> like, oh, I just uh, broke down in the 60s in Columbia. I haven't left. <laughs> just like, that's, that's an artist. I that's s- an artist. I can see it. I can it, see man. it, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Like just never got around to getting new wheels, man. Just that yeah. was it. That was Como it. Como life. Yeah. I gotta go see Forty this. years later, <laughs> gotta go see this this dipshit that's serving tacos at the Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, man. During the fall, <laughs> <laughs> as an old man, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I like that a lot. Uh, that's, that's a good a great story. Shit. Yeah, what a town, man. That was a rowdy town. We need to have like an annual show me state no agenda meetup though. I'm telling you, I think that's where we need to break your curse. No doubt. Ooh, that would yeah. be pretty cool. That would be a no cool. agenda float trip. That'd be cool. That would be fucking awesome, dude. I know that the curse can be broken because all curses can be, but I just was like, I, for a while I was trying really hard to break it. And I think it just like made it even worse. Yeah. That's usually so then not I just kind of like, I just stopped caring for a number of years. And uh, yeah, fuck. That's a great idea. That's a great idea, man. Well, shit. Time flies, man, when we get people in the bowl, but I want to thank you yeah. so much for uh, hanging out with us and for agreeing to come on and all the last 100%. minute stuff. And 
keeping it real. Oh my Christ. The, the chat points out, no voicemails? What am I doing? There are voicemails. Yeah, we have to check the voicemails. What um, are you doing? I don't know why I didn't even mention that you could leave a voicemail at 816-607-3663. Too late now! Just kidding. It's probably not, but uh, we do have voicemails. Uh, we have two voicemails as of right now. I'm so sorry. This is why uh, you have a, a, a chat. Blame it on the weed. It's the weed. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm so, I've been like squinting at the IRC this entire night. I, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think people, I, I can see when people mention me, it's about it. That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yo. 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 What's up? Bowl after bowl. Puff Puff Pass. Puff Puff Pass. It's Ultra Miami Weekend, guys. Puff Puff I Pass. I think you guys are trying to end this game. But it's one of my favorite weekends of the year. This is the market server. Uh, you guys have a wonderful evening. Wonderful. Start Miami. Puff Puff Pass. To all the bowlers out there. Later. Bang Bang. <laughs> Puff Puff Pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I fucking love that track, by the way. It's uh, uh, Nancy Sinatra, Bang yep. Bang. Yep. I love that weird, like, uh, that echoey guitar thing that they got going on. I don't know exactly how that's pulled off, but I'm sure Sound. people do. <laughs> that seems like something that Fletcher would, like, be able to instantly launch into a lecture on. He's, like, the sound guy. It's like, how yeah, does that guitar make that sound? Uh, Fletcher knows. He does the, the Planet Rage intro, I think. Yep. And it is absolutely fire. It is lit. It is fire. Lit is this next caller, too. What, what, in the bowl hole? In the bowl hole. Hope you're all having a good show. Yep. I didn't have so much as a question, but I love that liquid soap shit. And I can't wait. Ooh, yeah. <sighs> can't wait for just a little extra time to get, uh, get real deep in it. Because uh, I definitely love to build out a proper stream and... Mita's had a really killer idea for the podcast on the ground, which uh, it's always still sitting there in yep. the, the back of my mind. And I don't know, it's like it's like you had the first wave of the fucking MCU, and then the second wave you get the clip slit painter story, right? And the fucking yeah. the cross streams uh, slash podcast in, or uh, underground, whatever you want to call it. It's very exciting. Very exciting times. Well, uh, great show. Thoroughly enjoying it. Have you won? <laughs> Have you uh, won the... is what the transcript push on, put on the last line. Have you won? Have you won? Are you, are you winning, son? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Elise asked me in the beginning of that if uh, that guy was talking about jerking off. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> With liquid soap, I think. With I was going to say, you don't want it. Why? <laughs> Yeah. I have much with the uh, Jergens. It's great for jerking off. Jergens. Um, can't really like mess with it because it's like just a pain in the ass. But uh, a a good honey, a good honey, a good honey takes some commitment. I'm gonna say that's that's like a two to three hour job right there. <laughs> you just might as well just stay near the shower. That's all. I'm oh, saying. absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Jergens, Jergens has got a great name for it, you know. It's That's like what I'm saying. Jergen, off. We jergen off. Jergen with Jergens. It's like, well, how did they? They had to have known, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I like when Jeffrey Tubin 
got caught jerking off. Oh my god. The two like tubing itself sounds like the action of just jaying off. Yeah. Tubing. No, tubing my Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, tubing. Mm. Oh well shit. Uh let me try this again. Acting all smooth, like, oh yeah, this is a beautiful conclusion to the time we've spent together. Ed, I really love you for being here. Ed, we played our voicemails now, so no one has to <laughs> call me an asshole and say, like, I committed and I sent you a voicemail and you didn't even play it, you stupid bastard. <laughs> oh my god, no. This is why we love the fucking troll room and we love the community. They keep us on our shit, man. It's such a beautiful situation that we've got worked out for ourselves. Like, we don't even deserve it, and yet we've all built it, and we are it. And it's fucking awesome, and I'm glad that you're a part of it, too, man. Um, oh, thank you. It's been fantastic, dude. Thank, thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. We'll have to do the uh, Missouri floats sometime. Yeah. Get the whole Missouri Smash crew together. I'm down. Down to clown. Always down to clown. Well, we're glad that you're down to clown with us, too, bowlers. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Providing boosts and uh, technical support in the chat and just love and well wishes and voicemails and all the lovely things you guys do. Boost! We love you so much. We will be back with another bowl for you on Tuesday night. Same time, same place. You know it. Right after DH Unplugs wraps up. DH Unplugged wraps up. Good God. Right around 9 Central. Uh, until then, though, you know I'm going to be Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. Until Tuesday, may your bowls burn ever brighter. Dope smoking. Lots of weed. You get the giggles and you sound like a moron. All cash, baby. <laughs> oh, brother. What the whoop? What the whoop? We May your bowls burn ever brighter. <laughs>